We would like to acknowledge the Shumash, Keech, and Tongva people, the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is being recorded on, and pay our respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging. Salmon or Dolly, through a great party, we all drank Bacardi, it got kinda gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. First pod behind plexiglass. Yeah, that's because Ben is uh, has... A very loud voice. I got a big booming voice and it was getting in your microphone and we were recommended to put some plexi behind us. And now we're also safe from transmitting COVID and monkeypox between us. That's right. Isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, hi, my name's Ioni Skye and this is Ben Lee. And this Can is- I say I'm Ben Lee? Go oh, yeah. Hi. You can, you can, you can cock block me. Yeah. Hi. Uh, hi, my name is Ioni Skye. And I'm Ben Lee. And this is weirder together. Weirder together. Because you've laid out a little coffee and chocolate in front of me. I really feel like we're like NPR hosts. Yeah. Um, speaking of cock blocks, I remind- Are we? Oh, yeah, we were too. Okay, you yeah. said I cock blocked our intro. Yes. I'm thinking of when Allen Ginsberg kept being the cock block for John Giorno when he and- Jack Kerouac. Jack Kerouac would flirt at parties. I know. There's a beautiful book. Um, there's a poet called John Giorno that- some of my audience know, because I have a song called Burn to Shine from Breathing Tornadoes. And that song was taken from a poem of John Giorno's called You Gotta Burn to Shine. And John Giorno wrote a memoir called Great Demon Kings that he wrote over the last like 20 years of his life. Leading it's up really to his good. Death. It's awesome. It's a good summer read. And it's like about his uh, art and poetry and his love affairs with Andy Warhol to Robert Rauschenberg and Jasper Johns. And he was the actor in Sleep. He was sleeping. I just went to Australia for two days, three days. Oh. That was- <laughs> it sounded braggy. No, I'm kidding. Well, it's been a big event. I got, I played a corporate gig with the Killers and the Veronicas in Melbourne and I flew in and out. It's something I, I did a, that a bunch in my 20s when Awake is a New Sleep came out. There were a lot of these like one day- kind of gigs that were worth doing that for, but it hasn't come up for a while. And it kind of kicked my butt in new ways, a man in his 40s. And now um, you're behind plexiglass, as we said before. It's like I'm visiting you in, in prison. I know. In what scenario? What would I, I most likely go to prison for? I visited Downey, Robert Downey, when he was in prison. Right. What was he in prison for? Drugs, right? Yeah. he. I, th- I don't know if there was one point where he was in someone's uh, Malibu home you know, he was out of it and he wandered into the wrong home. Trespassing. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was trespassing. And we hung out and he, I was saying to him, I was joking, where's the room where you can have, you know, uh, sex? Conjugal like, visits. Yeah. Um, and then I I didn't pick him up from jail, but the day after he got out of prison, we went to a movie together and we made out. And then he hadn't seen um, The Wonder Boys a movie he had been in. And so he invited me to one of those like screenings in some tycoon's house in Bel Air, and I should know the name. Uh, and it was so fun for me because I've done Hollywoodish type things, you can imagine. But this- Did you get that feeling that that makeout was a long time coming or had he been having his needs met in prison? I don't think he had them met in he prison. Okay. But I do love one story where he uh, would, he said one of the things to get him through, he would 
take a great shower and put on clean clothes. And I think they were prison clothes. Well, that you'd assume, yeah. <laughs> and he was had a cellmate and he would lie down and just imagine he was like somewhere lovely and relaxing. And his cellmate would say, where are you now, Robert? And Downey would say, shutters or somewhere. Oh, that was his happy place. Shutters, if you don't know, is a a hotel on the beach in uh, Santa Monica. Do you remember that great story that Danny Trejo told about being in prison? Oh, my God. There was in his memoir, he talked about going to prison in, I guess it was like the mid-60s. And he was, I guess he'd been like using drugs at that point. And someone said, oh, if you want to get really high, you should go talk to that guy over there. And he looked at the other end of the prison yard and there was like this little dude who was kind of holding court and seeing people. And so Danny Trejo goes over to him and says, can I have whatever, you, whatever you've got, whatever you're selling? And he says, sure. This, meet me at, you know, where, somewhere in the, wherever, I don't know how prisons work, where if you can meet, there's public areas yeah. you can meet. He met him and he basically got hypnotized by him. And he was lying there and this guy said, close your eyes. Now imagine the needle going in. It's breaking the skin, this feeling. And he said he'd actually never been as high as he was during this uh, hypnotic session. And later he found out that was Charles Manson. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, crazy story. Was young, was young. I mean, now he's must be pretty old if he was. Those two things add up, yeah. If he was there with Manson. But wait, I want to know as you see me behind plexiglass now, you got to imagine if you were to visit me in prison, what's the most likely scenario that I would end up in prison by? Maybe like pot, like forgetting you had something in your bag. Oh, I don't know. In, in in like a Japan. Japan. I don't know. That's that's how it would be. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think of that one. Yeah. I actually don't have a lot of stories from that travel. I did have a very weird you know those jet lag dreams yeah. that you have? I had this morning. we both had like super intense I've had dreams intense. this morning. Yeah. And I dreamt that Mary Lattimore, our friend the harp player, was Harp. Harp. Yeah, what did I say? It sounded like heart. And she is, you never heart, know. She's a heart player she and a is, heart player. But you never know being in LA. The new age community. Yeah. She plays My the new heart. business yeah. is called The Heart Player. <laughs> but I dreamt that she'd made an album with all of these singers on it. And it was just amazing. And the music world sort of everyone got her for in a new way. And I texted her today. I was like, I had this amazing dream. She's like, I'm not going to give too much away, but I am working on something like that. You so got I a had- bit of a psychic y kind of day for some reason. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Had a psychic day, it's true. <laughs> but I think jet lag, things like jet lag exhaustion in general, they do kind of merge the worlds between the conscious and the unconscious mind. Sure. So does when people die who are close to you. You sort of float, you know, in Judaism, oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. say like, you're sort of, you should be respected as like a holy person right. when you're grieving because part of you is in the other realm and part of you is here. And you yeah. do sense like when people are, 
when death has touched people closely, there's something otherworldly about them? Yeah. I mean, I'm not into, you know, spirituality these days. But you do capitalize the word ghosts. I do. Yeah. And and I was I'm writing something and I did. And Ben said, You write it you wrote the word ghosts as if Well it, you said I don't believe in ghosts, but you capitalized the G and I was <laughs> like, Well, case. a lot of respect for something wanna... you don't believe in. <laughs> but the same thing will happen also when you're when a baby's being born. Like you're sort of in this altered reality if you're around someone else's birth. Totally. I'm reading this book that I wanted to talk oh, to you about. Yeah. I'm only halfway through it. Okay. But there's another only halfway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ben is Ben's a vast reader. <laughs> I'm a, uh, yeah. Um, but I heard about it on. There's another podcast I love called Conspirituality, which I really recommend. And I heard the author debunking the gurus. No, that's a different one. Oh, there's, sorry. There's, no, there's one called um, respect. Respect to all these <laughs> wait, that, anti-cult ones. Wait, that podcast is called Decoding the Gurus. Okay. No, no, no. Huh? Conspirituality is. It really came about during, in 2020, examining the intersection between basically right-wing nationalism and fascism and QAnon and stuff and the health and wellness community. And it's broadened out since then, but it's a great podcast. And they interviewed the author, Alan Levinovitz, and he wrote this book called Natural, which I ordered straight away because I love I loved the premise of the book. It was so interesting. And it's called How Faith in Nature's Goodness Leads to Harmful Fads, Unjust Laws, and Flawed Science. And what's so interesting about this book for me is like you, like we've, I mean, anyone who's lived in LA for however many decades, you go through the ringer of like every natural fad and, you know. Sure. Um, Ayurvedic medicine and Chinese medicine, acupuncture and essential oils and Kundalini psychedelics and the whole thing. And I'm finding this book really interesting because it's neither, it's about non, it's essentially about non-binary thinking. And there really is no hard and fast definition of what's natural and what's unnatural. Yeah. And one of the things that I was so blown away by, one of the details is he talks about how a lot of people use sort of an ancient justification saying cultures, ancient cultures love natural medicine. They, they always used what was natural. And he, what this guy's saying is if you look at it in context, a lot of what ancient Chinese, ancient uh, Indian medicines, like a lot of natural medicines, when they used the word natural, it was in opposition to supernatural. Mm. So they were saying it, what natural didn't mean organic, natural meant can be cured through dealing with the physical rather than through dealing with spirits and chanting and prayers and things like that. Yeah. So I thought that was just fascinating. Yeah, it got mushed up together. Yeah. And we've both been through such journeys in our life. I mean, you've done every single type of like fad health kick that's passed through California. Probably. What's your favorite? Well, or what's the craziest? To- <laughs> mm, I mean, I, I used to do one called the nine day blood wash which might have been uh, like just trying to be anorexic, to to be honest, TBH. But also I loved- Is trying to be anorexic just being anorexic though? Maybe. <laughs> I don't think you can fail at that really, really. Yeah, but I'll take any, like I used to do any sort of, when I was vegan, which in my heart, I probably still am vegan. I could have uh, not abuse it, but whatever, get the most. Once I found out there was these vegan cookies, I'll have like, you know, tons of cookies. But so with the, but the nine day blood wash, it was hard to 
you know, overeat. But that the was that just like fruit and vegetables. It was fruit and vegetables raw or steamed with nothing on them. But on the ninth or eighth day, you can have a salad dressing with um, apple cider vinegar and paprika. I mean, those two things are very good for you. I mean, I am genuinely. I'd love. My mom was kind of health foodie sort of before a lot of people. She knew a lot of stuff. But she wasn't radical about it. But I, I genuinely love, you know, all these things. There was one day where you had like garlic, raw garlic. It all seems so funny now because now I just feel so happy to have food to eat. And it all felt so neurotic back then. And yeah, now I'm just happy to really, truly just have like the food in the cupboard. What about you? I did one when I was deep into Qigong and Chinese medicine. I did one called the Dragon's Way, I think, which was six or nine weeks of it was basically eating Chinese food with no noodles. Yum. It was like it was nothing raw, but it was like a lot of cooked macrobiota kind of, but kind no fish. Of, but it was like oyster sauce. No, you could use you could do fish. And I remember like I was probably twenty. 21 or 22 and I'd never really cooked much in my life but I got this recipe book with the diet it was like this health kind of diet and I at that time I lived above we lived above Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins and we were like oh we should have those guys over for dinner and so I was like opened this menu this this recipe book and I was like okay what am I going to cook for Billy Corgan and there's I, I landed on this one thing that looked really good which was Salmon and strawberries. Oh. <laughs> so I'll never forget. So I bought these giant, what do you call them? Planks of salmon, like salmon steaks, like sides of salmon, uh-huh. giant salmon. And then they were marinated with oyster sauce and strawberries. Was it good? No, it was horrible. Oh. And it's like when you have a guest that you're like sort of intimidated by and want to impress. And the way you do it is by serving cooked strawberries. Oh my god! Salmon. And he's from the Midwest too. That was probably weirder. No, I mean, I think it, I think by Midwest. that point, is he from the Midwest? Yeah, he's from Chicago. I think by that point, he his, his sure. palate had probably expanded beyond you know down anyone from Chicago the Midwest. That's true. Staples. But it wasn't still, like. Uh, but I think back and yeah. I go, "That's you were having a guest over for dinner that you were nervous about, and that's what you chose <sighs> to cook." Now you know better. Now I trust you when we have people over. You're if I had Billy Corgan over, I would never mix fruit and fish. You're it just very wouldn't happen. Chic. Together we'll get it together. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We once had a vet, something that there was vegetarian. Remember that cool actor who's in Freaks and Geeks? I'm Martin Short. He came- no, not Martin Short. I wish. What's his name? Also Martin. Another Martin. I bo- love both of them. You have to watch only murders in the building. It's I fun. will. Martin, you'll know the name. Let me look him up. Okay. Please. Martin Starr. Martin Starr, he came over for one of our hippy dippy things, which we don't do anymore. More, by the way, I mean we were like, we're the op. Now we've like, we're like anti. No, nah, but I reckon like any time we have a gathering, 
like we used to do like meditations and things like that, but they're basically, I've just always loved a good excuse for gathering people together yeah, and basically having a little party. I can't do any spiritually. Yeah. Maybe I'll balance out one day. I'm just like too freaked. What if I get really into like Christian science or something next? The and good just, body. Uh, is that what it's called? Well, that's how Jean Harlow died because her mom was a Christian scientist and she, Jean Harlow, the famous, beautiful, she was dating um, Clark Gable at the time and she was the blonde bombshell from Dinner at Eight. She was like the biggest star in the 30s. And if you're a follower 1930s. of Christian science, you become a Christian scientist. <laughs> this is like, I like that how, how the qualifications for becoming a scientist oh are so low. Listen. All you have to do is accept the good body. But it was interesting in the 30s, there were a lot of spirit spiritualism. That's when like Annie... Bassant and, Bassant and, and yeah. Blavatsky and all that stuff. Krishnamurti and all, all that. Guys so yeah. anyway, but her mom believed in the good body. So you just trust your body. And she had something with her stomach or something, Jean Harlow, in her 20s. And she died because they didn't go to the hospital. Why am I talking about this? Well, we were talking about Martin Starr. Yeah, well, we're having Who's something. Who's a notorious Christian scientist. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were doing some spiritually thing, and we're we, he he brought food. And we had it was, a vegetarian. It was potluck. a vegetarian potluck, and uh, he's he was joking, and he had something covered in tinfoil, and I said, "What is that?" And he's like, "Steaks." No, no, chicken. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a chicken, and I thought it was really funny. But looking back, I'm a little embarrassed for all the spiritually stuff. Except some were really nice. I'm not. I'll tell you why I'm not embarrassed. Because I think like going for it a hundred percent in whatever you do is where the real reward lies. Like just sitting on the sidelines and dipping your toes in, yeah, playing for sure. it safe. It's it's ultimately. You never learn lessons 100%. You just sort of passively acquire I, I little bits of information. I think my only cringy part is- like, Oh, it's all cringy, but I'm just no, like, I don't no. regret it. I just find all that stuff deeply private. Yeah. And I find it cringy when it's public. I don't mind if you naturally end up sharing a moment with someone or people. You're dancing and it feels kind of like, well, wow, we're all connected or whatever it is. But when it, I, I, because I, I like, it's funny, I'm Jewish, but I remember in the school ground, Anytime someone would say Jesus Christ or something out loud, I had this like instinct, like you're not meant to say. Take the Lord's name in vain. Or no, to say it out loud. Like it embarrassed me because it wasn't that I believed in Jesus Christ, um, but I just had, I just feel like it's all so very private. But isn't all art cringe at the end of the day? Like you have humans standing there explaining their feelings out loud. But watching people dance, like good dancers in a club or so, like club dancing that's really good it's like so fun it is i mean i'm i'm not i'm a medium to bad dancer i'm not a bad dancer but anyway when you when i see someone who's really good that seems like maybe the least cringy should we see if goldie's got a movie review for us this week yeah hello it's goldie back with Another movie review. Movie review, a movie review, a movie review with Goldie. <laughs> um, okay. I haven't quite decided what I'm going to be reviewing today, so I'm going to ask you, what should I review, Mom? Nope is topical. We can do nope. Okay. You, you can do nope. I'll do nope. You don't have to like it. I know. So basically, I saw nope. Yes. The new Jordan Peele film yes we saw it together and i wasn't a fan of it i think the other ones were better 
and it wasn't what I expected. I think it was a little bit basic for Jordan Peele, considering what else he's done. Like, Get Out was so, like, (gasps) that it was just a little underwhelming. I loved it. Uh, I don't think that it was as tidy as his other movies in the way that the other movies were. Like, I understood what the message was, but it was also a little bit confusing. Yeah. If we're Roger and Ebert, two famous movie reviewers, they often disagreed. One would like something, one wouldn't. Well, you're not the movie reviewer. I'm not. I'm just saying I I, I really loved it, but I'm, I I loved a lot. There was It sort of felt like references. I thought it was shot well, and there was a lot of stuff I really loved about it, but I, I totally get it. I thought it was it. shot well. I thought it was a little confusing. I, just I think get some it. stuff wasn't clear. I would give it so out of 100. So... Okay, so 100 best movie ever, which I gave to, or I didn't give 100, I gave 99.9 to Get Out. Get Out, I gave 99.8 to Hereditary. So I'm going to give this one like 25. Okay. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Oh, I have a couple things in my notes of what uh, the potty notes. Uh oh. One is heavy metal and why it's relaxing. <laughs> Two is, I think we should get you some tidy whiteies because they're sort of hot and I think we should bring them back. Okay. And three is uh, libertarian politics. Those are the things I, I wrote on my list. Amazing. Do you want to actually talk about any of them? Or do you, I love the yes. list. I just love the list. I want to talk about them. Okay. Tidy whiteies. If you really want me to get some, I'll get some. Okay. Okay. I don't know um, what brand, but something good. The first one was heavy metal, why it's relaxing. Well, like I remember, so I wasn't a big heavy metler, but um, I uh, we used to watch that show that would deep dive into heavy, what was that show? On oh, VH1, yeah, I don't know. It was not Headbangers Ball, but it was some kind of re, yeah, like and a like, re-examination. I, I knew nothing about what they were talking about, but I found it relaxing to be Oh, on I know all the rhythm guitar players for 80s hard rock bands. But why and- did I enjoy that? Well, you have a tendency to find enjoyment in your partner's pastimes. Also, you can't, you know, the songs, there is a simplicity to, you know, love in an elevator, living it up when it's going down. I mean, it is so funny how they're basically all songs about a very teenage attitude towards sex. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, I could get to have sex with this woman. Oh my God. That's the premise of every single heavy metal song. And then, so we got the tidy whities <laughs> We covered those two in depth. And lastly, you want to discuss in-depth libertarian <laughs> politics. I'm just a little confused by my friends who are into it. Oh, my first boyfriend is a libertarian, but he was in the Young Republicans Club and I was so... Not keen. But Republicans sliding into being libertarians has been less confusing than hippie friends becoming libertarians. Yeah. But let's not talk about that. (laughs) Okay. It was your list. (laughs) (laughs) Bad idea, Ben. Terrible idea. All right. Oh, we have a call. Okay. Hey, Ione and Ben. I was just sitting in the car with my little sister going, we were just going to go for a swim. And we were uh, just listening to Carrie Underwood chatting and um anyway i think i might be ioni's doppelganger my sister doesn't agree uh but i was thinking that we could pull off some scams if you want to have a look i'll send you my uh instagram anyway love the show bye
Wow. Firstly, love her voice. Quite an offer too. She wants to start scamming people with you. Well, I don't even know how that would. I did see a doppelganger of mine. Someone said, there's a girl that looks like you. And it was a club. I was at a club and I was like, yeah, right. And I saw someone and we look there. Actually, I've. I have a couple. I can't imagine. Actually, you do have some too. I have um, Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. But this scam, I think she's implying more like you guys would swap places and you'd visit her parents or something and she'd live here and try and see if anyone notices. Like the parent trap. Is that like the parent trap? Is that a mother and daughter? No, not the parent trap. Yeah, the parent trap. No, it's it's it was really uh, oh, Haley Mills, and then it was um, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. No, they're twins that they go to camp together, and one is in a posh place in London, and one's like in America. Okay, let me ask you this: If this young lady, yes, was available to go and do some tasks, yeah, that you don't want to physically have to do, but where would you send her? Well, like if I was doing a really tiring publicity tour. This sounds so funny because I haven't done one in a long time. They are weirdly exhausting. Okay, like, so I you'd feel, like someone to do press for I you. I feel for like Ethan Hawke right now because like he's done a lot. And now his new movie is so amazing. The one but would made. you trust? I mean, you, you, you don't have much. You haven't vetted this woman very much. You would actually send her out there talking to the international media on your behalf. Sure. Okay. And then- <laughs> What else, like the DMV? Oh, yeah, the DMV. That makes more sense. That's like- not fun. You know, I mean, if I was someone who like was exhausted about sleeping with my husband, <laughs> she could, but that- She would, could do that. You'd send her in to take care but of I No, that's my superpower is sleeping with you. But what- it Gives what, me energy. But what about, oh, I would send Chris O'Dowd, I would send him on family obligations on some things like I, I love my family, but or what if I wanted then- a kid? Maybe you would, you could have a baby with her. What if I like wanted another child and couldn't, and she looked like me? Oh, so you're saying you'd treat her as a surrogate? I guess I okay. don't know. I'm trying to think of. Well, we'll get back to her with all of these possibilities, and but she'll send her Instagram Thanks for liking profile. this show and taking your little sister to the beach. And shout out to Carrie Underwood. Yes, I've blanked on who that is. Wasn't she with Blake Shelton? No. Mm, southern I no that's i don't follow the country Carrie, music i feel like carrie underwood much. is southern she sang a song called before he cheats so I, that's I, things you do before he cheats things you do before he cheats well, i don't like, know i don't know what the lyrics are i mean imagine what do you think that song's about before he cheats that sounds like you're blaming yourself for why he cheated oh no before he cheats like that sounds like i mean to me and i'm sure it's not In order not to let him cheat, you would like do very sexist things like wear lingerie and make sure you, you know, you flatter your man. Are you saying sexist or sexy? Sexist. A sexist. (laughs) Like meaning like ladies, like it would be an old article in the 70s be like, make sure your man doesn't cheat. Wear lingerie for him. Laugh at his jokes. You know what I mean? Sounds like a plan. Uh, <laughs> I know. I always think I'm going to wear lingerie for you. Hey, but- it's not too late. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening uh, to Weirder Together here on the ACAST Creator Network. You can follow us on our socials. We're Weirder Together official. 
Aoni Sky Lee or Aoni Sky One, Benley Music. You can email us if you have an offer to commit some sort of crime or scam. Uh, as this uh, listener did, you can find us at. Yeah, you don't have together. to look like us to do errands. to do crime. No, you, you can crime. do crime. You can do crime For looking us. very. Yeah, yes, crime on our behalf. But best if you don't look like us. That's right, and no connection. In fact, this conversation never happened. Yeah. But email us at weirdertogetherpod@gmail.com. Right? She did. She had a great voice. You have a great voice. Really? Yeah, I love your voice. Thank you. And I feel like it's mellow. So mellow. Your voice. Which is good, I guess. But I sometimes I'm like, wow, I wish I had a little more musicality in my voice. Hey, you bust it out at least once an episode when you say, Beautiful babies! Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.